0: what's up everyone and welcome back to another episode of mo talks i'm your host morgan and for today's episode as you can tell by the title i'm just gonna do a little recap on what a crazy year this has been 2020 has definitely been one for the books i'm talking textbooks because this year is definitely going to go down in history our children's children and children are going to learn about this and it's crazy to know that like we're really about to be a part of history. But I think uh, 2020 was certainly expected to be a year like none other. And it was, but maybe not necessarily in the way I think any of us could have ever imagined. You know, for some people, um, 2020 was supposed to be the year of the get back coming out of 2019. I know many years ago, people thought that. Um, 2020 will be the end of the world for me 2020 you know I just entered my 20s so I'm thinking okay this is about to be my year I'm about to live it up but all of that changed and you know but it's, it's it's been a crazy year it's been one hell of a crazy year and I feel like at this point nothing nothing surprises me it's just one thing after the other Obviously, you know, this pandemic has probably been the most impactful thing on all of us. But there are so many other things that have happened within this year that I think is also important to take note of. For me, I think the most the first thing that really hit me at the beginning of this year was the death of Kobe Bryant. I'll never forget January twenty-sixth. Like, I feel like once that happened. I already knew in my head, like some this, something was gonna be off, and certainly, <laughs> it's been off. It's 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 definitely been off. But yeah, I think losing Kobe at the beginning of the year, for one, till this day, I still cannot believe that that ever happened. Like Kobe Bryant is truly an inspiration to people across the world and for anyone who knows me personally they know how much I admire that man and how much he he meant to me as a basketball player and just as a person in general and the inspiration that he just pours out so you know that was a heavy loss I think not just for me but just for the entire world like regardless if you're a basketball fan I feel everybody was impacted in some way or another by that death you know so off rip, when Kobe died, like, I already knew 2020 was going to be in shambles. And then we lost Pop Smoke. Then we have um George Floyd. We damn near had a race war. You know, it's just been a lot going on this year. We had these crazy wildfires on the West Coast, riots, protesting, looting, all of that. Then on top of that a couple weeks ago, I don't know about y'all, but I got my superpowers, you know, so, now nah, let me stop, I wish, but yeah, we're supposed to be waking up with superpowers, it's just been a lot in this year, so I don't even know where to begin, where do I begin, I think moving, like, going to the pandemic, I think that the pandemic really hit me, maybe around, like, I would say end of February, early March, because that's when my school really just started to kick students off campus. Like, And as I continue to watch the news and the number of people losing their lives and just contracting COVID really just continue to climb and reach new heights every single day. You know, at first people were saying it doesn't survive in the heat. So by the summertime, we were expecting it to be gone. But then summertime came, and the numbers kept going up. You know, the world as we once knew it was basically, it was just not to be the same. Like, the things that we were so used to doing, our everyday lifestyles shifted in some way or another, or in several ways, to be honest. And for me, I didn't even realize how much I just appreciated being able to walk to class every day and just have that sense of social interaction with other people. Like I really took for granted me, um, setting time aside to choose outfits for the day, (laughs) but now it's like, where, where am I going? Where am I really going? Nothing is open. I mean, gradually things have, um, become accessible to us, but at the same time, where where am I really going? There's no one to see how good I look. So going out to eat became something taboo as well, you know, with restaurants being closed for a while and just business businesses overall being shut down and then restaurants moving to outdoor dining and then we moved back to indoor. But now we're back at the outdoor dining. You know, it just feels like a cycle that we've thought would have been over A long time ago, I feel like we were really, we were real life living and we real life are living in an apocalypse or something. And then in the midst of all of that, police brutality was brought to the forefront. You know, despite us living in the conditions that we were and that we currently are, I think that thousands of people going out to really speak against the injustices really spoke to how tired we are. And first of all, now, let me let me talk about these protests and riots real quick, because I feel like I would be wrong not to express how proud I am of our people standing up, but also how sad it makes me to know that the current president of this country has really allowed and supported. Yes, I say support because him staying silent is support, in my opinion, and him saying, What was it that he said? Stand, stand by and stand, stand back and stand by something like that. Um, I feel like he's supporting racists and bigots to freely express their hate. And I also think this year certainly allowed all these racist folk to be very much out in the open more than they have before because they know that they have Donnie on their side. I will say, though, that the conversation of race in this country and the way Black people are treated continues to be a topic of discussion this year um, in the news, on social media, and even in my everyday conversations, I feel like. And I love that. I think that those who are comfortable with these conversations and you know, those who may feel a sense of fragility in their whiteness you know they have no choice but to hear about it now and whether or not they take the time to educate themselves and make changes in their everyday behaviors you know that's up to them but I think there's no way to deny what we see happening to black men and black women every single day um unfortunately you know with the case of Breonna Taylor She has yet to be, um, she has not rightfully gotten the justice she deserves, you know, but I don't think the fight ends. I think I read something the other day where two of the officers involved in her murder received termination letters only a few days ago. Mind you, Breonna Taylor was killed in March, you know, and no criminal charges were brought against any of them. Many of, many of you know this has been like an ongoing battle. And while she was killed in March, you know, it wasn't until months later that the public really knew about her and what happened to her. I also read about an incident in Chicago a few weeks ago where officers raided into a woman's home. I believe they said she was a social worker and she literally just came home from work and she was undressing. So when they raided into her home, she was booty butt naked and there was body like body cam footage. And you can see the woman standing in her house naked, just scared and confused and like trying to tell the officers that they had the wrong house, which, of course, of course they did. And I think further in the article, I don't even remember if it was. Yeah, it was on the news though. And the city, they said that the city was even trying to go to court to keep the full, the footage, the body cam footage from the police. They was trying to keep it a secret, like they were trying to keep it only in their hands and not let it be um, something that's made public. But the woman is suing and also wants obviously everyone to know. What happened? Because this is something that happens all the time. I feel, and it just, just goes to show like the world we live in, and it's it's just crazy. I can go on and on about this whole race situation, but for the sake of my um, sanity right now, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> but on a serious note, though, like overall. I honestly feel as though this has been one of the, not one of, but definitely the hardest year of my life. And I am still very young, so I have time for other years to top this one. (laughs) But personally, I have always been um, someone who never really allowed myself to dwell on negative feelings for too long you know I've always been one to really just depend on myself and take things day by day while just being grateful to be alive and I think the pandemic has really continued to bring that out but also it has also but it has also brought out um, a lot of emotions that I was never comfortable dealing with um, I was sent an article the other day, and it really put a lot of things into perspective. <laughs> I feel like I'm always mentioning some article, but reading is fundamental. So everyone should read a little something every day. You learn a lot. But anyway, in this article, it stated that the pandemic is creating more anxiety and challenges for people who no longer have those go to coping mechanisms as a result of the necessary safety restrictions that are in place throughout most of the country. So for example, people who used to go to the gym to blow off some steam, they may not be able to do so. Or those who visited their friends to ease their feelings of depression, you know, you might not necessarily be safe to do that either. And I can honestly say that I have never really been exposed to feelings of anxiety and stress the way that I have been throughout this year. And Maybe I felt anxiety before, but I wasn't able to identify what it was, but I can surely say what it is now. And I mentioned this a little in my last episode with the pressures that social media places on us, but... The pressure to achieve personal goals during this time has been apparent amongst so many people. I think for those who really did use this year to progress and strengthen their crafts, I'm with you. And that's been something that I've also been trying to work on myself, hence me even creating this podcast. Um, But I think there's also been a huge pressure that people have put on themselves to achieve unnecessary goals. You know, sometimes we may forget how stressful and hard this pandemic has been. And it's okay for us to feel those things because that's just the reality of what our world has turned into. And many of us have continued to put pressure on ourselves to come out of this rich and Owning a new home, new car, like five five new businesses. <laughs> hey, if you're able to achieve all of that, then you truly are amazing. But if not, like, you still are amazing. To still be able to come out of this year with a sound mind and body is still a major accomplishment to me. And I think that that's something that everyone should still be um, happy and proud of, um, but going back a little bit to what I was expressing about anxiety, I think that for me a lot of my anxiety, if not all of it, stems from my fear of uncertainty. I personally, I'm someone that always wants to be ten steps ahead in relationships, in planning my future, just everything really. Like I i don't like the feeling of not knowing what's happening next and the pandemic itself is an enormous source of uncertainty it um it definitely took me a while to understand how this pandemic has actually contributed to my feelings for a while i didn't necessarily place um COVID as a direct cause But I think that was a disservice to myself. I can say that I have also continued trying to anticipate the outcome of things in my life that I'm uncertain of. But in turn, I feel like that only creates more worry for me since the answers, you know, they never come to me right away. And I think the best thing to do is really just to focus on what I am able to control. Uh, I say all of that to say that. Despite how hard this year has been for so many of us, there are so many valuable lessons that I have taken away from this pandemic and this year overall. And there are so many things that I also hope to adjust moving into the new year, 2021, here we come. Among many of those valuable lessons that I've learned, I think, the number one really is just to give thanks for what you have. You know, so many people have lost their lives. So many people have lost family members. And, you know, I'm just grateful that I haven't had to experience any of those, any of that. And I think that it's just a blessing. Like, it's it's a blessing to be here. And it's a blessing that my family and I are able to come out of this pandemic Um And come out of this year still strong. Um, Although I can say that I have had uh, people close to me. My loved ones actually get corona. I am still extremely thankful that I can still say that I've never lost anyone from it. You know, I've never had to go without anything this entire year. I've honestly touched more money this year than I have before. (laughs) But my heart really does go out to those who have lost their loved ones or those who may have lost their jobs, or maybe lost their homes due to no longer having a job, you know, those who've lost their businesses. There are so many things that people are facing, or have faced this year, that they may have never imagined. And for a lot of us, none of us could have really expected what was to come of this year. But now that there is a vaccine in place, I mean, I don't know what to really expect from that. I personally do not plan on taking the vaccine. I have not been exposed, nor have I ever tested positive for COVID. So I'm good off that, to be honest. There is a huge um, sense of mistrust between the government administrating the vaccine and minorities who have been exposed to COVID more than anyone else. You know, but there are also people who see this as the only hope for an end to everything. Whether or not it is, I'm just ready for this year to end. Um. Another thing is I feel like this year has really allowed me to see who people really are in my life. And who I feel needs to continue to be in my life. And who I feel you know they really just have no purpose not no purpose for them personally but just no purpose being my friend no purpose being around me no purpose being around my energy you know that's another thing like protecting my energy even if that means distancing myself from people me i'm i wouldn't say that i'm yeah i'm lying i feel like i'm i've already been sort of a distant person but 2021 it's going to be a whole nother level, but that's only because I've been a- exposed and I've been able to see what it is that's really for me and what it is that I don't need around me. If that makes sense. Um, Let's see. Another big thing. Um, I think this year has also increased my yearning for God, like in my times of need. That's been my main source and my main outlet, you know. I think that I mentioned earlier that I've always been the type of person to think that I can... I can, I feel like I've always felt like I'm in control of everything around me. But truly, honestly and truly, that is God's position. And I think this pandemic has really just humbled me in that way to really just sit down and just build on my relationship with him. So that going into the new year, like, you know, I'm continuing to practice the same thing that I've started now. And I think I probably kind of talked about this when I was um, referencing like my anxiety and stuff, but COVID really, really challenged me to prioritize my mental health, you know, Um, for People who really know me, they know that that's not necessarily a question, that's not necessarily a topic of conversation that I have, or a topic of conversation that I am always comfortable speaking on when it comes to me. So I think that this year has really been a challenge for me in that way. You know, as someone who never felt as if I experienced anxiety and such, COVID like I said, has exposed me to those feelings. And, you know, it's forced me to really learn myself more, learn what I don't like, what I do like. And I'm making the effort to take those things into the new year. Like one thing next year, I'm not doing anything that I do not want to do. Like period, if I don't wanna do it, I'm not gonna force myself to do anything for the likes of another person or just because, like, I'm only going to do things for me and what I feel comfortable with and what I, not, yeah, like, what I want to do. Um, let's see, what else? It's a lot of lessons learned this year, I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, staying strong in my faith. I spoke a little bit, but it just really made me appreciate my time in college. This is my senior year. And for us to go out like this, it's like, geez, this is how I'm spending my last year. I'm not even about to get a graduation. I worked so hard. I worked so hard. And my family is not even going to necessarily be able to see me walk across that stage. Like, are you kidding me? I'm not going to lie, that is probably the, <sighs> that pissed me off, but, you know what I mean, it is what it is, at least I can say I'm graduating, <laughs> lastly, um, just to wrap things up a little bit, I want to just say that self-care is definitely a priority, and it should be treated as such, Um, treating and taking care of yourself really does help uplift your spirits and you know you should practice those things regularly to help create uh, the best version of yourself and of course uh, time is a limited resource you shouldn't waste it on people or things that don't add any value to your life you know and only you know what's best for you and You should trust yourself to make those decisions. Uh, I encourage everyone listening to just write down and manifest some of your goals and just be specific in what you want. Be very specific in what you want. By the time you hear this, hopefully you've already done so, but either way, it's not too late. That concludes today's episode and it's a wrap for the year 2020. Thank you guys for continuing to look listen to Motalks podcast. If you listen to all the episodes, if this is your first time tuning in, either way, I appreciate you so very much. 2020 has been a crazy year, but I am happy that I took the step to create this podcast because this is something that I've wanted to do for a while and I couldn't, I wouldn't continue to do it without you guys. So wishing you all a happy new year and many blessings and prosperity. Stay tuned for more to come from MoTalks in 2021. Please make sure to subscribe on whichever platform you are using to listen Follow the Instagram at M-O-T-A-L-K-S-S. That is mo.talks with two S's. And you can follow my personal page at morgan.scotty underscore. Stay safe and stay blessed.